And so we're just so grateful for that opportunity. We have so many outstanding men that has spoken on this platform uh, for over the years that we've been established here. And so we're grateful for each and every man that takes time out of his schedule to pour into us. So we're grateful for that. Also this morning, we're also grateful as well because we have a gentleman here that's part of our administrative team uh, that's standing in the gap for someone that wasn't able to make it due to the failure, power failure here in, in, in Dallas here. So uh, he was able to step in. And uh, so let me just say this to you, uh, please uh, reach out to someone, however you do it with your social media, because you want to hear what this gentleman has to say because he always has a word from God and not only he's so well-versed and we're just thankful for him. So he's going to be coming up here in a few minutes. Uh, meanwhile, uh, men of God, we want to just thank God for this day. Um, February the 18th, 2021, this day was not promised, but God has made it possible for us. So we want to serve him. We want to worship him. Uh, most of all, the word of God says for us to be obedient uh, by seeking him first. And Matthew 6, speaks on that, seeking him first, the kingdom of God. And basically what it's saying is uh, to be able to uh, trust God in all that you do. And so, Lord, we want to be obedient and trust you first. It didn't say later. It said trust you first with all things. So, Lord, we want to be obedient in that area. And thank you for it, Lord, because you're just so awesome. Despite of the circumstances, despite of what's going on, you continue to sustain us. And we just want to say thank you for that this morning, Lord. We thank you this morning for that. I mean, if God, let's go ahead and go ahead and go for God in prayer. So I can get this gym out of bullpen because I know he's ready to go. And uh, we're going to just give him as much ample time as he needs. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. We come to you this morning, Lord, again, to say thank you. Uh, this day wasn't promised, but you made it possible for us. So thank you for that. And Lord, I just thank you right now for each and every person that's listening in on this call this morning. It's on this call for one purpose, and that's just to hear a word from you. And Lord, we thank you right now that you send the man of the hour to provide that word for us this morning. So we want to thank him in advance for his obedience. Thank you, Father, for blessing him, blessing his business, Lord, blessing his ministry. And Lord, we ask a special blessing upon him, Lord, and his family. Keep him safe. And Lord, provide every need according to riches and glory in Christ Jesus. There's no lack in his household. So we thank you right now for doing that. And Lord, I just thank you right now, Lord, for those that right now, Lord, are still without power, Lord. We just Lift them up before you right now, Lord, here in the Texas, all around the world, whoever is just dealing right now without power loss, they ask right now you would just be able to cover them, provide for them, shelter them, and keep them safe out of harm's way. And Lord, we thank you right now for being that provider that you are. And Lord, I just thank you right now, Lord, for those that are on the front line, Lord, that regardless of the circumstances that's before them. Ask right now, you just get them safe to their destination, Lord, to be able to provide uh, these essential workers, Lord. We lift them up before you, cover them right now, protect them, protect their family, Lord, and just keep them out of harm's way. And Lord, we just give you all the praise this morning for them. And Father, thank you, Lord. Thank you right now, Lord, for each, every man that's taking part right now on this call. We ask right now that their household be blessed, covered with the blood of Jesus. There's no weapon formed against them will prosper. And Lord, keep them safe, Lord. And thank you that every need is met according to riches and glory of Christ Jesus. We thank you for healing right now that's taking place right now in their body. We bind any attack that the enemy may try to come against them. No weapon formed against us will prosper. And Lord, I thank you right now, Lord, for 
blessing us, Lord, with our relationship that we have with our helpmate. The word of God says that a house can't stand if it's divided and two cannot be together except the agree on the word. So it's the word of God. The Bible says in the beginning was the word, the word was God. So we thank you for that. Thank you for blessing our offspring, Lord. We lift them up before you. For those that are going to virtual learning, Father, we just lift them up. Thank you right now for being the provider for them. Keep them focused, Lord. And not only that, Lord, we thank you right now for those faculty. The Lord just pouring into them. God, let just bless them, Lord, and we thank you for that. And Father, I just pray right now, Father, for those that are in need of prayer. Lord, I just pray right now. I'd like to lift up uh, the Stephen Smith family uh, for the loss of uh, one of my classmates here. Oh, God had a stroke here the other day and just went home to be with the Lord. So I ask right now for prayer for his family. And Lord, just Father, just gather their thoughts and Lord, comfort them during this time of their loss. Oh, God, only you can. Oh, God, thank you right now, Lord. I know that who you are, and Lord, we trust in you. And Lord, we just give you all the praise and all the glory for all that you've already done, for what you're doing. And Father, we just want to continue to just serve you, Lord, and worship you and magnify your holy name. So we thank you once again for this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, great morning to you. Once again, Reggie, you are you're a blessing to God and a and a and a fear to the devil. So he's um he woke up this morning just dialing nine one one because he said that boy praying and he making a difference in the kingdom. You know, I'm just excited this morning uh, as we look at and, and I'm in here in the frozen tundra. A lot of us are in, here in Dallas and we haven't experienced something like this before. And that's another reason that the National Men's Prayer Call is here because we want to, to position ourselves so that we are uh, that the things that happen that we have no control over, we give control over it to the Lord. So it's just, it's our pleasure, it's our honor, it's our, it's our privilege to be able to come uh, before you this morning and, and lift up the name of, of the Lord. So often we, uh, we just, um, we, we look at our circumstance and, and, and we, we kind of, um, we, try, we try to figure out what it means, but we don't have to figure it out. All we have to do is put our trust in God. So through prayer, that's communicating to God and uh, spiritually enhanced personal development, that's allowing God to work on us so that we can fit into the image that he created us to be so that we can accomplish the task and the goals and the targets that he, uh, that he designed us to do. Then our life is fulfilled and we're, we're better because of it. So the National Men's Prayer Call is uh, every Tuesday and Thursday morning, we come before you with prayer and a, um, a powerful word from, a, from an incredibly uh, blessed and, and talented individual that's gonna pour out into you information for your transformation and elevation. So this morning, we are, we are nonetheless excited. We had a young man that was scheduled to be on the, the whole weather situation has disrupted his ability. He's uh, having to be in a hotel, no uh, no power at his home. So when you have no power, you have to go to the power source. <laughs> Y'all don't hear me now. So this morning, we are we're, we're blessed and we're fortunate that we've got a young man that's gonna pour into us. Now this is uh, Ciccone Prince. Ciccone is from Mobile, Alabama. This brother is gifted in so many ways. He's an award-winning author. He's a, uh, uh, an entrepreneur of excellence. He's a speaker. He's a coach. He's a conference uh, creator, course creator. 
I mean, the list goes on and on and on. But more importantly, he's a man of God. And this morning, he's going to talk to you about building kingdom relationships. Dr. Prince, are you there? Yes, sir. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes. All right. Good morning, everybody. Again, I want to thank the National Men's Prayer Call for allowing this opportunity to come share with you some information, which I believe is going to help our relationships be better. Now, I must give you a warning. You may want to take your toes and stick them in your pocket. I'm going to say that again. You may want to take your toes and stick them in your pocket. Because I know that even while I was preparing for this, mine got smashed up <laughs> just really, really hard. But it's not just for the men. I want to focus on the women. And what I mean by that is this. Here's what husbands wish their wives knew. Okay, I want to talk about what husbands wish their wives knew. The first thing that I want to talk about is that real men are dependent on God. That's right. Real men are dependent on God. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 23 says, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the salvation of the body. Now, that comparison is one that really sets a high standard. Because if you look at what Christ did for the church, that means husbands have to do the same thing for their wives. Now, I know we live in a society where on most applications, they'll say head of household. And well, you know, we'll sometimes say that we're the head of the house, but the Bible didn't say anything about a house. The house don't need a head. The wife needs one. That's why the Bible is real specific about the husband is the head of the wife. But just as the wife and the family are, are in fact dependent on us, we are dependent on God. There's that covering. God is our covering. And we have to be the same thing for our family. And I'll be the first to admit that at times, and I've even had this conversation with God, I said, God, it's not, it's not fair. And here's what I mean. When my wife asks me something, she expects an answer. She expects me to say yes, no, maybe, not now, later. She expects some sort of answer to the question that she asks. Well, when I ask God a question, I have to wait. I have to wait and I have to put myself in a position to hear. Now, that's the different dynamics though, between our wife and us and us and God. And at times it's like, we are just wondering, God, what am I supposed to do? What's my next step? And really what God is trying to get us to do is to get us to a place to where we can just be quiet, get in his presence and listen to him. Most of the time, we're not in his presence to hear from him. Now, again, our wives, they can come in the room, they can ask us a question and they'll stand there and they'll wait for us to answer. You know, they'll wait for some sort of response. And we have to do the same with God, but real men are dependent on God. The second thing I'm gonna talk about is that real men don't have options for not showing up. If you are a real man, you don't have an option for not showing up. First Timothy chapter five, verse eight says, but if any provide not for his own, and especially for those of his own household, he denies the faith and is worse than an infidel. He's worse than an infidel. That means that if we don't show up, if we don't provide, if we don't give protection to our family, emotionally, physically, 
financially, mentally. That means that we're, we are worse than infidel. And the Bible tells us that it's clear that we don't have an option of not showing up. I mean, for a real man now, I mean, a real a man that, that means Jesus, a man that means God, we have to make sure that we show up. Men don't have the luxury of not producing. God told us to be fruitful and multiply, but that wasn't just for our children. That wasn't just for our offspring. We have to show up. And this is, these are some of the things that their husband wish their wives knew. We don't have the luxury of saying, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna make it happen. Especially if it falls within the realm of what God has called us and given us to do. God didn't let us off the hook. Our wife may have let us off the hook. Our, our, our family may have let us off the hook. Our job may have let us off the hook. Our church may have let us off the hook, but God didn't. God did not rescind his order for us to be the head. He did not take back what he meant when he put, it, put us in charge. So real men, we, we don't have an option. We have to show up. But that, but that also means that we have to depend on God. We have to depend on God. Going back to number one. In order for us to show up, we have to depend on God. Because there are times, and I'll be honest with you, there are times when I, I don't want to. I don't feel like it. But it's not about my feelings. You have to push past how you feel and do what you're supposed to do. I tell my kids all the time, I say, listen, one of the sure signs of maturity is you being willing to take responsibility for your actions, be they good or bad. So it's not just about your feelings. It's not just about how you feel in a moment. You can't let your emotions drive you. I tell people all the time, never let your emotions drive because they're not covered on your insurance. There's so many times people make decisions when they're emotional that they regret later. But real men, we have to make sure that we can't let our emotions, and I'm not saying that we're not supposed to have emotions, but I'm saying we're not to allow them to make their decisions. We have to make decisions based upon the facts that are given to us, based upon the best possible outcome, with the information that we have going in the direction that we believe God has called and given us to do. So real men, we don't have an option of not showing up. We have to show up. It's a necessity. It's needful. We can't just say, well, I don't want to do it today. Because God, he continues to show up for us. Imagine if God didn't show up for you. Imagine what your life would look like. Imagine if God left you in that place where you messed up and you made the fall. If God left you there, how would you, what would you look, what would I look like? But God shows up, he is faithful. And if God is faithful, we should be faithful as well. The third thing I'm gonna talk about is real men, we need encouragement. Now these are things that, that the husband wish their wives knew. Real men, we need encouragement. Proverbs chapter 14, verse one says, every wise woman buildeth her house, but the foolish plucketh it down with her hands. Now, when we talk about building a house, it's not just a physical building. Most of us, we aren't carpenters, we aren't contractors, we don't build a house with our hands, but it's once the house is built, it's the household, it's the home that they're referencing here. They're talking about a wise woman. Men need encouragement. And there are, there are so many things that tear us down, so many things that come against us, so many things that we find ourselves 
the pressure of being in front in and of itself can be crippling. Have you ever seen those, those birds that fly in a V-shaped pattern? If you watch them long enough, you'll see that one of the birds, after flying for so long, they'll drop back and they'll go to the back of that V-shaped pattern. And one of the reasons they fly in that V-shape is because the, the front bird takes all of the wind. And the other birds, they actually fly kind of in that little vortex, which allows them to fly easier. But it's the one out front that takes all of the heat. It's the one out front that's cutting the air. And that's what it's like to be a man. That's what it's like to be in, in front. We need a place, a safe place, to where we can, we can be recharged. We can be encouraged. I mean, so many times we find ourselves in situations where we're being torn down, overlooked. We're being discounted. Our contributions are not even recognized. And yet when we get home, if we would have someone there that would just pour into us, someone to encourage us, that's one of the reasons why I pray especially for first ladies. Because I know that not only is their husband bearing the brunt of, of pastoring all those people, but she has to help hold him up and help keep him up. But not just pastors, I mean, just everyday men. We go through stuff ourselves and we need that encouragement. We need an encouragement. Learn how to read your husband. And this is for the women. Learn how to read your husband and know when he's down and how to speak life to him. These are some things that husbands wish their wives knew. I mean, and I know sometimes we, we pretend to be Superman. We never have a Clark Kent moment. We always are ready to go. But the reality is, if we were honest, there's sometimes when we're tired. Sometimes when we want to quit. Sometimes when we don't seem like anything we're doing is making any difference. But yet, we still have the responsibility to keep showing up. And if you're sensitive enough to that, if you're if you are if you are in tune with your husband enough, you'll notice, hey, is everything okay? Are you all right? And I mean, give him a place to vent. Most of the time, men don't want to show that side of themselves. But that's why God gave us our wives. We have a place where we can be vulnerable. In a position that you're in, it is so powerful. Because all you have to do is just is make a, a safe place for him to be human. And if you do that, he'll come out as a, he'll come out as superior. You be his phone booth, okay? Let him go into you, and let him change his. He'll come out. He'll come out a better man. I'm telling you. The fourth thing I want us to understand that the husbands want their wives to know is that real men want to be appreciated. That's right, appreciated. I know we just had Valentine's Day, and most of the times it's about the woman. What did you get her? What did, she, what did she want for Valentine's Day? What special thing did you do? But men want to be appreciated. Proverbs chapter 31, verse 26 says, she opened her mouth with wisdom and in her tongue is the law of kindness. It's talking about that Proverbs 31 woman, all of the things that she does, and I mean, she has a larger list of stuff. But one of those things is that she has to be kind she speaks kindness, not only to other people, but to her husband. She appreciates him. She lets him know how valuable he is. And don't wait till a special occasion, your anniversary, his birthday, you know, Valentine's Day. 
season it throughout the year, sprinkle that throughout the year because I tell you, it makes all the difference in the world. Being appreciated. Women, if you really understood that your voice can supercharge your husband, your voice can supercharge your husband. I'm a huge fan of movies. And oftentimes, if you ever see a situation in the movie where either the wife or, or the girlfriend or in fact the mother gives the, gives the man the charge in fact to go and take care of business, that's all she needs to say. I think about the Matrix Reloaded where, where, where um, Jada Pinkett Smith character told, told Lawrence Fishburne character to go get it. That's all she had to say. She gave, she charged him, she gave him that charge. And I even think about the song that LL Cool J said, I'm gonna knock you out. Mama said knock you out. So women, your words are important. Your words can make the difference in your man's life. If you learn how to speak life into him, there's no telling what he won't do. There's no telling what he won't accomplish. But when he doesn't get there, it takes away from him. It takes away from him. The fifth thing that I believe that husbands wish their wives would know is this. Quite frankly, men want to be spoiled. Now, I know, I know some of you saying, wait a minute, how is that possible? Well, if you ever ask somebody, does your husband spoil you? First thing that normally comes to mind is money, stuff that you buy, stuff that you get, stuff that you, you actually acquire for her, whether it's a car, whether it's a ring, whether it's a house, whether it's new clothing or jewelry. When, when people say that women are spoiled by their husbands, they think of financial. But if you were to hear somebody say she spoils her husband, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? That's right. That's right, sexual appetite, knowing your husband's sexual appetite and meeting it. The Song of Solomon, chapter five, verse 16 says, his mouth is most sweet. Yea, he is altogether lovely. This is my beloved and my friend, O daughters of Jerusalem. Now this is the Shulamite woman talking about Solomon. But she has a recipe for how to make sure that her man is taken care of. And men, quite frankly, we want, we want to know that we're a priority to you. We want to know that we mean something to you, that us being, being there, not just, you're not just a workhorse, you're not just a beast of burden. And I know I can, I can hear some of you saying, y'all want the same thing. And fellas, we have to step up because we can't take take our women for granted as well. But believe me, that's a two-way street. That's a two-way street. Most of the time we hear about men taking women for granted, but we hardly hear about the other thing, women taking men for granted. We're in this thing together. And we have to make sure that we're doing our part in order to make sure that the marriage and that the relationship is solid and that it can last, not just for a little while, not just for the honeymoon, but we're talking about one that lasts for a lifetime. So I want to encourage each and every one of you. I know I've shared a lot of information, but it's practical, things that can be done. So just quick, just real, real quick, I just want to recap. Real men, they are dependent on God. Real men don't have an option of not showing up. Real men need encouragement. Real men want to be appreciated. And real men want to be spoiled. And they want to be spoiled by their wife. 
They want to be appreciated by their wife. They want to be encouraged by their wife. They know that they have to show up for their wife. And they know that in order to do that, they have to be dependent on God. So I want to encourage each and every one of you, take these words to heart. Listen, like I said when I started, I put my toes in my pocket because they got smashed up even just going through this. Because even before you can ask something of somebody else, you have to ask it of yourself. Are we doing that for our wives? Are we showing up for our wives? Are we there for our wives? And fellas, if you can't say yes to that, there's some work you need to do. But women, if he's doing that, if he's showing up, there's some work that you need to do as well. So with that being said, I'm going to turn it back over to the fellas so we can wrap this up. Brother, brother Prince, man, you always just bless us. And uh, I just love hearing your words, man. Each and every time you bless us and grace us uh, with the mic on the National Men's Prayer Call. Hey, one thing you, you've done, one thing you've done, you, I'm gonna add a number six, if I can add to your message. See, I can't add to the Bible, I can't add, but I can add to your message. Number six, I wanna say real men do what Brother Prince did. They, they are, they're like, Timothy, I'm reminded of the verse, 2 Timothy 4, 2, it says, be prepared, be ready to preach in season and out of season. When we called on you at the ninth hour, brother, you were so prepared, you were ready, and your message today indicates, and it shows a man that's prepared. And so I just say, thank you, brother. Thank you for this message. Uh, thank you always for coming on. And, and I love these five practical things that you've given us. And guys, we really have a great opportunity. Many of us, I, I've been hearing about some guys are on this rolling power outage. All over the country, we are forced to shelter in, whether your power is on or whether it's off. So there's a lot. I know in my house, there's just been a lot of time of my wife and I talking. And we were just talking about yesterday. I said, this time is either going to pull families together or it's going to separate them. And guys, stuff like this, what Brother Prince just gave us, guys, today, when you, you're sitting around say, hey, babe, I was on this National Men's Prayer call. This crazy guy, could he be on to something? He gave us five practical tips. Let's just talk about it. And the great thing that I like about this, it ain't got to come from us. We can just put Sakoni out there. We could just say, guys, let's, let's sit around and talk about what this, this crazy guy shared this morning, baby. I don't know. I, he might be crazy. Let's just, let me share with you five tips. And let's just talk about what this crazy guy in Mobile, let's, let's just go through these five things while we are waiting on our power to come back up or while we're just hunkered down. These are five things that we could sit down today and just have some discussion with our wives as we're talking about kingdom relationship. So brother Prince, I thank you, man. Thank you for this the information that you unpacked in a very concise way for us. And guys, with that being said, uh, I just, again, I just continue to say not only, uh, uh, use these tools, but use the other tools that from other men that have come on and graced us so far uh, on this page during this time as we're trying to build kingdom relationships. Brother Prince, thank you once again, brother. And guys, I'm going to close us out today. And uh, I just wish all of us a wonderful weekend. And guys, let's, uh, as, as Brother Benny always says, before I close us out, 
let's grab one man and make a difference in his life. And with that being said, I'll ask you guys to bow, all, bow your head and close your eyes. Dear Father God, we thank you today. Thank you for such a rich word. Thank you, Lord, for our servant, Sakoni Prince. Thank you for his ministry. And I just pray, God, that you continue to strengthen his ministry. Continue to give him insight, Lord. And as he uh, has become a key component to the National Men's Prayer Call, Lord, I, I just pray that you continue to give him wisdom. And God, I pray for every man that is on this call. We've got some great leaders on this call. Every man that's on this call, Lord, I, I see as leaders, Lord, I could see it in them. And so God, I just pray that as a fraternity, Lord, that you just strengthen us, that we become the men that you have called us to be and that we can go out into this world and build kingdom relationships, not just with our spouse, but kingdom relationships with our friends, with our coworkers, with people that we come in contact with our community, Lord, that we could take the tools that have been given to us throughout this month, Lord, and become stronger men. And Lord, as we end this call, Lord, I pray that you guide us over this weekend, guide each and every one of our homes. Lord, we pray all these things in your name. Amen. Amen. Danny Mack, if you've got any final closeout comments, man, hey, I'll turn it back over to you. And if not, hey, guys, we will ask you guys to have a good weekend. Well, I have nothing to say except for Sikoni uh, uh, said it all. And um, I want all of us to make a concerted effort to apply what he said. Yeah. And uh, you just said something that just um, just disrupted my whole spirit there, um, Reggie. I'm going to call you a, bit, a little bit later on. You might be on to something and don't even know what you're on to. Hey, have a blessed day. Go out, touch somebody, and be a blessing in their life today. Amen. Amen. You guys take care.